0: Hello everyone and welcome back to The Drew View. In today's show, we're going to be talking about Biden's announcement that he is running for re-election in 2024 and what that means for the country. I'm Drew Bennett and you're listening to The Drew View. Alrighty folks, thank you guys for tuning back in for another episode of The Drew View. So, first off, today is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because I kind of have a little bit of a cold. My throat's a little bit sore. My voice is a little scratchy and just a little bit hoarse. I don't know if you guys can tell that, but I do have to give a presentation tomorrow, which is we do something at our high school, which is called a senior portfolio, in which you talk about your biggest learning experiences throughout your high school career and you encapsulate all of that into a presentation that you give to a panel. So I'm going to be doing that tomorrow, and I'm going to need my voice to be at as close to full strength as possible. So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter. I'm not going to do a question of the day, anything like that. But what we're going to do is get straight into the topic, and that is 80-year-old President Biden has announced that he is running for re-election in 2024. Now, there are so many things I could talk about with this, but let's just start off with one that seems to be the most obvious, and that is 80-year-old President Biden is running for re-election. Let me say that again. 80-year-old President Biden is running for re-election. So doing a little bit of quick math, taking into account his birthday, that means next year he'll be 81. So by the time he runs, he'll be about to turn 82. He'll turn 82 about a week after running For office. So what's going to happen is you're going to have a guy that is president until he's 86 years old. Now, I know that they say age is just a number. And for a lot of people, that is true. Donald Trump, he is as energetic and sometimes his attitude is that of a 12 year old. And, you know, sometimes he acts a lot like a teenager and less like an adult. But He acts very young, and you can tell that a lot of his spirit is still there, his passion is still there, and it's just something that you don't see with President Biden. It's something that's actually very concerning. Vivek Ramaswamy actually said, and I tend to actually agree with him, that this is elder abuse. Propping this guy up, he's going to be 86 years old by the time he finishes out his years in office. He can't make it that long, can he? Like... I didn't think, and I mean, I guess a lot of conservatives were proven wrong. Look, the guy did make it. Well, I mean, his term's not over, but he has made it through his uh, a majority of his first term now, and that was something that I wasn't expecting, and I know a lot of other people weren't. But the fact that he's running for re-election is kind of crazy to me. And not only the fact that he's running for re-election, but the fact that a lot of his potential challengers have already said that they're not going to get in the race. One of those being the person who came in second place last year, Bernie Sanders. Now, Bernie's actually older than Biden, but I feel like he somehow, some way acts more younger and has more passion and livelihood in him than Biden does. But I think uh, my left toe has more passion, livelihood, and is more entertaining than listening to President Biden. But you just look at A person like Bernie Sanders, he said he's not running, he's going to endorse Biden. And that's kind of sad for me because now I can't do my Bernie Sanders impression anymore. So I got to end it. What he actually ended up saying was that, and I quote, The last thing this country needs is a Donald Trump or some other right-wing demagogue who's trying to undermine American democracy or take away a woman's right to choose or not address the crisis of gun violence, or racism, sexism, or homophobia. So, I'm in it to do what I can to make sure that the president is re-elected. I love my Bernie impression. I think that's so spot on. I don't know if it sounds as good over, like, on a microphone as it does in person, but I tell you what, I do a pretty dang good Bernie impression. But anyway, that's... A total side note, and that probably wasn't good for my voice, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, You look at a situation like that where he's getting on and he's saying, yeah, I'm going to endorse Biden because this, this, and this. It just cracks me up that out of all the issues he mentions, hardly any of them have been addressed by this administration themselves. Like, it's not like this administration has made any of those issues a top priority because some of them are so broad, like preserving democracy. What are you even talking about when you say that? Like you're just saying words that you think sound good to people's ears, but you don't actually have any way of like quantifying that. There's no way of actually doing anything. It's just words that you say, empty words that you can say. And all you have to do is say, yeah, we kept our promises. Yeah, we preserve democracy. Well, what does that mean? I don't know, but we did it. Like, it's just a way of them getting by and saying that they kept up. You know, they kept true on all their promises. But it, you know, kind of getting back to what I was saying earlier, Vivek Ramaswamy called it elder abuse. I think it is the fact that you have somebody this old and really needs to be in a nursing home or just at home enjoying life. He shouldn't be. You know, he shouldn't keep getting propped up to be president when he's not mentally fit for it. He doesn't seem like he enjoys it. It's just, it's not something that he should be doing. And the fact that these people prop him up because, oh, well, he seems to be the most moderate person that we can get everybody behind. It's just ridiculous to me. I think that there are so many other people. And as much as I disagree with so many aspects of liberalism and a lot of what liberals have to say I think there are so many better people in their party than this guy. Like, even the 81-year-old Bernie Sanders, it seems like more people appreciated him and liked him than Biden. And it just goes to show you that it's not age that necessarily makes you out of touch. It's the fact that I seriously think Biden has something mentally wrong with him. Dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever it is. I don't think it's something to laugh about per se yeah it's funny to laugh when he says stupid stuff and he gets on yeah we're gonna lead an effective strategy to mobilize turn the pressure into pressure like dude what are you saying like his poor interpreter you know they always have that little interpreter at the bottom of the screen or behind him it's like my gosh what do you do in that situation like well let's sound it out kids uh, like it i feel bad for that person but you have him and he's just in a declining mental state. He's not fit for office, and he's especially not fit to be there for another four years. And the fact that so many people are already getting behind him is crazy to me. I don't think that that's something that we need to have. I don't think we need to have another term of a President Biden. I don't think we need another term of President Trump. I think we need new leadership, if you want my complete and honest opinion is that we need new leadership. How come the average age of Americans in this country, American citizens, is 38.8 years old, yet the two people that are most likely going to be nominees in 2024 and who we're going to be voting on are going to be, what, like 81? And I think Trump will be 77. So the average age of the American citizen is 38.8 years old yet the best people we can find to represent us are 81 and 79, or sorry, 77. I just think that, and you know, I'm not being ageist or whatever ist or ism you want to pull out of the book of ists and isms, but all I'm saying is that isn't there more relatable people? Isn't there those out there that can get some of the younger voters out and actually voting and caring about elections in our country don't we have people out there that are capable of doing that i mean say what you want about bernie sanders the guy was able to get teenagers and all the you know they call like bernie bros or whatever but they were able to get these teenagers and these young folk out actually involved in politics and supporting this guy and While I think that Bernie Sanders is about as crazy as they come, the guy was able to, at 81 years old or whatever he is, he was able to bring people out and have them listening to him. And he would get all passionate and it would be similar to like a Trump rally. He would be getting his base behind him and he would be talking about all these talking points that really mattered to them. And he would talk about all these issues with actual solutions. And while I thought the guy was crazy, he still do. I think the guy's nuts. I think that the fact that he's able to get so many young people out is pretty cool. I mean, it, it is cool that younger people are getting out and getting involved in politics. Now, if we could have a more rational human being that was, and you know, I guess that's part of it because Bernie is so emotional and irrational that I think a lot of people, a lot of younger folk are just drawn to him because of that. But if we could just get some younger people, I keep emphasizing it, but like Vivek Ramaswamy, heck, even people like Tucker Carlson or uh, Ron DeSantis, I know they're not, you know, any spring chickens by any stretch of the imagination, but at least they're young enough that they can be more relatable to the everyday American than somebody who gets on. You know how out of touch are leaders are when we get on and start talking about jenny's ice cream right after a shooting a mass shooting that happened and that's what you're getting on to talk about and the f- best thing that you can come up with is to talk about your jenny's ice cream and talk about how the reason you're down there is because you want your ice cream it's just bizarre that people like that are who are leading our country i think that what it really comes down to is do we want to have a president? with a proven record of a failed withdrawal from Afghanistan, making us look weak on the world stage, which directly correlated to Russia invading Ukraine. And we have a situation going on over there where we have troops on the ground and we're gonna be involved in potentially World War III because of what happened there. And not only that, you have a crumbling economy You have a crisis at the southern border, even though none of his administration want to call it that. Well, it's really just Mayorkas, but you know, you have that, you have a fentanyl crisis happening in our country. You have inflation, highest it's been in quite some time. All of these things, you look at it and it's like, that does not sound like policies that I would want to say, you know what? whoever was president under those policies, let's tell them to run again. Most likely, if it was any other situation, you'd say, dude, you suck at your job, you're fired. No, the Democratic Party is saying, we're going to give you a promotion, run for re-election. And of course, you know, there'll be three, four people who will run against him, maybe get five, 10% of the vote at max. But he's going to win pretty handily, and we're going to see, likely, another Trump v. Biden election. And the biggest difference from then till now is we will have a direct comparison. What was your life better like, under Trump or under Biden? And we're going to see how people react to that. It'll be interesting. It'll show us who is just afflicted by Trump derangement syndrome and needs psychological help or who are the rational individuals who say, look, I'm not a big Trump guy. I'm not a big Biden guy. But man, as my friend Jake said, I had a lot more money in my wallet when Trump was in office. So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. I think with how the media landscape his shape, that could affect things. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think Tucker will jump into the race because he said he hasn't, but If he does, that'll make things interesting, but it'll be cool seeing Biden and Trump on a debate stage again. Uh, It'll be something that I, I guess I shouldn't jump to too many conclusions because the Republican primary is still well and truly open to whoever wants to jump in, but I think that just about any Republican could give Biden a run for his money. It just depends on how many people care more about supporting an ideology and a political party that they think suits them best or they think fits most to their beliefs rather than doing what is objectively best for the country by taking a step back and saying, where were we under Trump? Where were we under Biden? And where would I rather be out of those two? I think looking at that, the answer is clear, but it'll be interesting to see what his campaign strategy for 2024 is, or if his campaign strategy is going to be, again, to hide in the basement and make sure that the news are never able to talk to him so he can't make himself look like a complete and total idiot. It'll be something to keep an eye on, and it's definitely something we're going to be looking at. But with that said, my voice is starting to get a little scratchy. My throat's starting to hurt a little bit. So I'm going to end podcast here. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. I'm going to end now with my closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day that you've given us. I want to thank you for this opportunity that you've given me to speak to my listeners. And I ask that the words you want me to say, the ones that my listeners hear and the ones that impact them. Father, I just pray as I go to do my senior portfolio tomorrow that you just bless me with the confidence to say what I need to say, and uh, the health to be able to do so in an effective way. We love you, Lord. We praise you. Pray for our country. Be desperately needing it. And in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for sticking around until the end of another episode. You know what to do. Subscribe to the channel where you get your podcasts, share the show with your friends, and be sure to tune back in again tomorrow for another episode. But until then, stay blessed.